wisdom that will set you free. Welcome to Mystic FM. Join us on a voyage of spiritual discovery. Welcome everyone to the Mystic FM radio show. Brought to you by the Aetherius Society's New Zealand branch based in Birkenhead on Auckland's North Shore. My name's Julian Rosser and this week we continue our series on the 12 blessings with a look at the third blessing which is blessed are they who love. Mystic FM is produced by the New Zealand branch of the Aetherius Society a worldwide spiritual organisation with centres in Europe, North America, Africa and Australasia. We were founded in 1955 by a Western master of yoga, Dr. George King, who passed on in 1997. The Aetherius Society are the custodians of a vast amount of spiritual teachings given by beings from this world and beyond which were received through the yogic mediumship of Dr. King. We are a practical organization that holds regular services to send out spiritual power through prayer and mantra to help our suffering world. The society's motto is service is the jewel in the rock of attainment. So what are the 12 blessings? Well, the 12 blessings are a series of blessings to spiritual workers and great cosmic beings incorporating profound wisdom as well as some very beautiful prayers. They were given in London, England on 12 consecutive Sundays from July 27th to October 12th, 1958 by a great cosmic master from another planet Jesus. The Twelve Blessings offer us a deeper and more enhanced understanding of the incredible cosmos in which we live. They show us that the whole universe is alive. But as well as this, they also form a spiritual practice through which we can send out spiritual power to help 
our world. And the prayers which form this practice are easy to perform and can be done in a short period of time. The 12 blessings are a way for us to express our gratitude to those upon whom we depend for our very existence, such as the Mother Earth herself, a great and mighty goddess upon whom we are so very fortunate to live. And they are also a way that we can heal our world by raising the consciousness of humanity as a whole. As such, they are an excellent way of improving world karma, and in turn, our own individual karma. The twelve blessings are performed in the same way as is any prayer, by raising the hands with the palms facing outwards, and visualizing the flow of spiritual energy as a brilliant white light, which flows out from the palms of the hands, and also from the heart. Each blessing was given as a cosmic transmission from the Master Jesus, and a cosmic transmission is a message given by a cosmic being, which is channeled through Dr. George King, the founder of the Aetherius Society, who was a very advanced master of yoga. On each occasion of the Twelve Blessings, Dr. King entered a positive somatic yogic trance, which is brought about by raising the power of Kundalini to a high chakra. This would allow the Master Jesus to speak through Dr. King to deliver this wonderful series of simple yet very eloquent and modern spiritual teachings to the world. So the Twelve Blessings are as follows. Firstly, blessed are they who work for peace. Blessed are the wise ones. Blessed are they who love. Blessed are the planetary ones. Blessed are the thanksgivers. Blessed are they who heal. Blessed is the Mother Earth. Blessed is the Mighty Son. Blessed are the Supreme Lords of Karma. Blessed is the Great Being known as the Galaxy. Blessed are the Supreme Lords of Creation. Blessed is the Absolute. And in addition to these twelve, there is also a final blessing known as the Last Blessing which is a blessing to the Master Jesus, which was given by Dr. King himself in 1959. And at the end of most of these blessings is a prayer. Now the 12 blessings are available as a book, but also as a multi-CD album, which means you can actually hear for yourself the words of the Master Jesus himself. This is the same Jesus who visited earth 2,000 years ago. And there are also three other masters who speak through Dr. King that you can hear on those albums. There's also a series of lectures by Dr. King explaining each blessing in more depth, which is available also as a multi-CD album. And at our weekly divine services, one of the blessings is played and then the congregation joins together in the prayer at the end. And we also hold 
weekly 12 blessing services and power circles where we say the blessings and prayers together as a group. And anyone, regardless of their spiritual beliefs or background, can use these blessings to send out spiritual power to the world to help heal it. This week we look at the third blessing, which is to they who love. And to do this, I'd like to introduce to you Elizabeth Martin. Good morning, and a warm welcome to you all. Today we will be talking about the third blessing, which is to they who love. How often have you really thought about what love is? Well, today I hope you get a better understanding of the real meaning of love. I would now like to play the heading of the third blessing as given by the Master Jesus through Dr. King. If you are able to, you may like to close your eyes and place your hands on your knees with the palms facing upwards and tune in to the vibration of the Master Jesus. Blessed are they who love, for they are the disciples of God. Dr. King stated, one of the most misunderstood and wrongly used words on this earth is the word love. All people are capable of expressing true love, but only a few do so. The word love in the average man's dictionary means something very different from what it really is. Love is pure, uncontaminated energy, which is above like or dislike, above possession, and certainly above emotion. I would now like to play an extract from a lecture that Dr. King gave on the third blessing to they who love. In this extract, he will be reading out parts of the blessing and then commenting on what he has just read. So when Jesus says, blessed are they who love, he's very, very carefully then begins to pick out what he means by they who love. And the idea of of Jesus' love, which, by the way, is the great living illustration. Jesus is the one who lived love. That's he came down to taught the you to teach the use of love. He lived it. He was love. Let's listen to what his opinion is, though, about they who love. These ones, often in great pain and anguish, themselves think not of this but to transmute the very forces of holy nature into this mighty energy called love so that they may give it freely to those who need it. Every 32 minutes from the sun there is a, uh, one of the aspects, the five aspects of prana radiated. This prana comes through space and is picked up by man on the breath he breathes, in the liquid he drinks, and on the food, and in the food that he eats. As I've said in my yoga book, prana is not 
the sub substance which forms the atom, but that magnetic force behind all manifestation which allows the atom to be formed. Now this prana is in a certain state or certain balance. A balance which can be conditioned by man through the heart, throat and Christ centers and formed into the energy called L-O-V-E. They do transmute the very forces of holy nature into this mighty energy called love. Very, very significant phrase this. Very significant. It's as deep as anything that Krishna ever said. Deep as anything that you'll get in the Upanishads. It's one of the great mysteries of all white magic. Picking all of a prana, transmuting it onto a high vibration. No, not a high vibration. The highest possible vibration. And... L-O-V-E is a result. A universal love, a Christ love. Christ meaning universal spirit. Theirs is the difficult task of transmutation of the base energies into that state of energy you call love. These ones possess not, for they have given it all to their brothers. How can you possess anything and loves at the same time? How can you do it? I don't know. Maybe I'm dim, but I don't know. How a person can say, I've got a huge factory, three Cadillac cars, I love the world. How can this be? If a person says, I have enough for my needs because I have children and I am responsible for them, but I have enough for my needs and I love the world. Yes, that can be. Hearts yearn to be filled. What does this mean? This means that the heart center of certain people needs to have a certain en energy come into it. The people who love are those people who provide this energy. They can think naught of their own salvation, for even this, these great ones, these holy ones, these everlasting ones, have cast at the feet of God. As you may have gathered, love is an energy, an energy that can be sent out to the world to help uplift, inspire and heal. I would now like to continue by reading a beautiful extract from the blessing as given by the Master Jesus, who we refer to as the Master of Love. They have taken from their bowed heads their crowns of triumph, their crowns of achievement, and cast these in holy sacrifice at the foot of the throne of their own salvation. Thrice blessed, I am seven times blessed, and seven again are these ones. For such sacrifice as this can only come from the hearts of the cosmic lovers.
One may ask, who are the cosmic lovers? So let's continue with another extract from Dr. King's lecture, which explains who the cosmic lovers are. People like Buddha, like Jesus himself, like Patanjali, Laotse, I Ching, all these great masters, masters of great wisdom, gave up their planetary bliss in some cases came down to earth to live among men of earth, to teach men of earth, to spread their great all-embracing love throughout the earth. Oh my heavens, how this word is kicked around, isn't it? It's kicked around worse than a football on a dirty, muddy pitch. They love not any man because they love all. They do not give their love completely unto any one person because they've made the sacrifice for all people. They're pouring out their love in one way or another to all people. By giving them the right teachings, by spreading light, by spreading wisdom, by giving healing. In one of a thousand ways these people do it. Some of you do it. In one of a thousand ways you do it. You don't talk about it, you work quietly. Work behind the scenes, but you do it. If you weren't there, people would miss you. That's the point. They are blessed. Send out your blessings to these. If you be one of them, you're great. Send out your blessings to those people who give their love to the whole world. Send out stream after stream of energy from your, from your heart center to those people and let it impregnate them and help them to carry on with their work and it'll help you to carry on with your respective task no matter what it might be. As mentioned before on the show, a series of podcasts on the 12 blessings is available on our international website. We are now going to play an extract from this podcast during which the Reverend Paul Nugent and the Reverend Gary Blaze from the Aetherius Churches talk more about what love is. Well, as Dr. King himself said, you can love the world without liking it. Exactly. And actually, uh, Mars Sector 6, in the second freedom of love, he makes what to us, at this stage of our evolution, would appear to be a very controversial statement when he says love, this is Mars Sector 6, love is sacrifice, real sacrifice. Because commonly on Earth, we don't like sacrifice, and uh, I'm sure many people would disagree with that statement. But if you, if you really think about it, it's actually what it is, because these masters who come here and take on gross limitation terrible karma to be among us, they are sacrificing themselves. And as you look throughout all of creation, and as these blessings go on and on, and as they build and they build, the Mother Earth is sacrificing for mankind, those of us upon her, her back, as the sun is sacrificing, so that 
all life within this solar system can gain experience. And of course, beyond that, into the supreme lords of karma and the galaxy and on and on and on. And at the root of it all is the absolute itself. And it's an irony because, of course, we don't want sacrifice, but what is contained within that sacrifice is tremendous, unspeakable love. And just to add something with that, the fact Paul had mentioned earlier is that if you're going to love unconditionally, you must be able to love all things equally. And in fact, the Master talked about, and he said that if we were to experience freedom, and he phrased it, and it was written with a capital F, as in the, the great spiritual freedom, if, if we were to experience freedom, we would need to be able to learn to love all things equally. And we can't do that with possession. We can't do that with any of the other lower manifestations of love. So that, again, is an example of the great importance that the Master talked about with love. In fact, that the Masters have said, and I think this is an incredible point, that our divine love should be so powerful, so radiant, so all-encompassing within our heart that hatred and anger and anything else like that doesn't have a place to live. And we can always gauge, I guess, how effective and what kind of a place love has in our heart by, if we're honest with ourselves, gauging some of the other emotions that somehow find its way into our mind and, and expression. But that's the, uh, and a good example about how the importance that they think of love. Of course, our master, when he talked about love, to differentiate it between the emotion or basic love, he would spell it out, L-O-V-E. Swami Sivananda talked about cosmic love, to differentiate between the, the basic emotional love that uh, humanity has become familiar with throughout the ages. Well, there you go, Gary, right here in the text. For such sacrifice as this can only come from the hearts of the cosmic lovers and how they love not any man because they love all. So we're talking about very elevated uh, masters who, in this next sentence, in this particular blessing, these are the ones who will save the pitiful ones, us. For these are they who will become the very essence of the heartbeats of the pitiful ones. For they will be instrumental in helping greatly to transmute the only devil which exists upon this earth. The devil, of course, being ignorance. And they will do it through their sacrifice, through their pain and suffering, but by drawing down this, this great love energy, this cosmic energy, and through prayer, bringing it, and through their whole being, bringing it onto this physical plane which uplifts us all. The Master Jesus finishes this blessing by saying, The lovers of God, through man, will be the ones who will light a light in the hearts of all men, so that wisdom may enter into these vessels so purified. Thrice blessed are these ones. I and seven times seven times seven, blessed are they. After this blessing was given, the Master Jesus then goes on to give a prayer 
which I would like to read out to you. You may like to raise your hands, palms facing outwards, and visualize a white light flowing through you and out through the hands as I read the prayer. Almighty God, who is the creator of all things, we pray that your light may shine through us all so that we may transmit this unto the world. I hope that you have enjoyed our program this morning and now have a greater understanding of what love really is. I would like to finish by reading what the Master Jesus said after the blessing had been given. O adorable children, be at peace. Let the light of God flow through your hearts and minds and you will be at peace. Let not ugly ambition raise its greedy head before you, whispering terrible promise into your brain. Let not the four-headed monster possession breathe its hot breath upon your hearts, but be at peace. Walk ye into peace. Request it gently, for it falleth even as the gentle rain from heaven. Let it flow. Offer to this wondrous power no resistance, but let it flow through you all now. Every cell of your body will rejoice. Every part of you will be happy neath this light. For, dear friends, O oh adorable children, first cometh the angel peace to make way for the goddess love. Open up the door. Let peace enter in. Then will come the other in splendor to live forever within your soul. If you'd like to find out more about anything we've talked about today, then you can do so at our website, which is tas.co.nz. That's tas.co.nz. And there you can buy the 12 Blessings book for yourself. There are also links through to our international website, which has even more information. And the international website is aetherius.org. That's A-E-T-H-E-R-I. I-U-S dot org, A-E-T-H-E-R-I-U-S dot org. And on the international website, you'll find lots more to read, some more podcasts to listen to, and you can also purchase the audio recordings of the transmissions themselves, as well as the book. And of course, the e-book is also available from iTunes, Google Play, Kobo, and Amazon Kindle. In our next show, we'll look at the fourth blessing, which is to the planetary ones. This refers to the great cosmic beings from other worlds who have come to this earth to help us, to teach us, and to guide us. These great beings have come throughout our history, although their true origin has not been clear. Jesus, Buddha, Krishna, Lao Tse, Patanjali, and many other great spiritual masters are not ordinary human beings like the rest of us. They are incredibly advanced spiritual beings from other planets in our solar system, where they live on a higher level of vibration 
which means we aren't able to detect them. They've come to earth as avatars to live in a physical body which is greatly limited in comparison to what they're used to. In fact, it's only a small part of the consciousness of these great beings that's come to earth. They've left their legacies of spiritual teachings that have endured throughout the ages, despite the efforts of some who would try to distort them. So tune in next time for a fascinating look at the fourth of the twelve blessings. Blessed are the planetary ones. Thank you for listening to Mystic FM, brought to you by the Aetherius Society. Tune in next time for more cosmic spirituality, because... It is wisdom that sets you free.